Uh, this is Jeff Young, the Catholic Foodie from CatholicFoodie.com, where food meets faith, and you are listening to episode 10 of the Catholic Foodie. Have you seen the Zulu King? Today is Fat Tuesday. It's Mardi Gras Day here in uh, the New Orleans area. And uh, it, it, we are rounding out today two weeks' worth of parades. Uh, most of those parades just take place on the weekends, but there are parades all over the place, whether it's downtown New Orleans or the Metairie area, uh, the North Shore. We have parades, um, lots of parades during the Mardi Gras season. And uh, today I wanted to put together this episode, a special Mardi Gras episode for you. Uh, I did take my recorder with me around uh, today. So I do have uh, some audio I want to share with you. And uh, this episode is really just a bunch of sound clips that are kind of strung together. Uh, we start out with the, uh, my, my morning with uh, uh, kind of finishing, putting the finishing touches on a king cake. And uh, then I take you with me on, uh, on a parade to, uh, to see Zulu, the crew of Zulu down in New Orleans. So in this episode, you are going to hear quite a bit about Zulu and about coconuts. And uh, hopefully you'll understand why uh, as, this, uh, as we continue here. Episode 10 of the Catholic Foodie. So glad you're here. Catholic Foodie, where food meets faith. Well, I am uh, actually, we're going to start off, our first clip is from the other night. We went to a parade uh, Sunday in New Orleans, the uh, Toth Parade. And please note that uh, later on in this episode, uh, some of the, I got my dog barking in the background. Uh, it's kind of obnoxious, but um, it, it, later on in the episode, I did record some of these things earlier. I mispronounced the parade name. It, it's not Toth, as I was saying, it's Toth. So the crew of Toth. Uh, we went to that parade on Sunday. Then we went to visit some friends and uh, and and, uh, and had jambalaya and all that. It was a re- really good time, good day, very good day. And uh, lo- the parade itself was a lot of fun. It was a family parade. It was during the day. It was just a lot of fun. And on our way home, we decided to go and get some beignets. And uh, because Father Seraphim Bashoner of uh, Catholic Under the Hood has asked me a couple of times, of, you know, to maybe talk about beignets on the Catholic Foodie. I, I, br- I brought my recorder with me into Café Dumont, where we uh, had beignets. And so, of course, I, I'm going to play this sound clip right now. I'm not going to get into recipes and whatnot for beignets. I'm going to save that for another day. But uh, I was thinking of Father Seraphim as we went in, so I did take uh, a little bit of audio there, and let's go ahead and listen in. Okay, we are here at uh, Café Dumont, and... Mandeville, which is the second location maybe, or third location. It's uh, originally from New Orleans, the French Quarter. The original French market coffee stand is right there in the heart of the French Quarter. And uh, we're having beignets. And what what exactly is it? I mean, I'm asking you this question, my mouth is full, but what's a beignet, Charlie? 
<laughs> What's a beignet, Christopher? A beignet is kind of like a donut. Just, it's more, it has more room in the middle. It's more puffy. More puffy, and, more room in the middle, okay. And it, there's a lot more sugar on it. And what kind of sugar? Powdered sugar. Powdered sugar. And, it really tastes good, but it's unhealthy, so you don't want to Not eat a sure. lot of it. If you go to Cafe Du Monde, please don't think what's on your table is salt. It should. It is more powdered sugar, more so powdered don't sugar. add it to anything. <laughs> and another caution you want to give, Charles? <coughs> don't inhale while you eat them. Don't inhale while you eat them. All the powdered sugar goes down your throat. <laughs> right. Any, anything you'd like to say, Annabelle or Grace? You like beignets? Uh-huh. A whole bunch? Uh-huh. You like Café du Monde? Uh-huh. But you, they're hot. They're very hot. When they come out, they're very, very hot. That's right. How do they cook them? Do you know? Uh-huh. They put them in this big pot with water. Big pot with water? Why not water? What's in it? It's some kind of... It looks like dirty water. It looks like dirty water? Looks like beer. I know it looks like dirty water. <laughs> what is it? It's not water. What is it? Do you know Annabelle? No, you don't know. Yeast. It's not yeast. <laughs> Nobody knows. You said what it looks like beer. Though. It does look like beer. It's right. oil. It's oil. oil. I don't know. And what they time. fry them. That's right. Put them on a big tray. Put sugar on top. And I guess the best definition for beignets is that they're fried donuts. Sort of, like, kind of. It's fried dough with sugar. It's fried dough with sugar. Fried dough with sugar. I guess and donuts are, are fried cold. anyway, huh? Donuts are fried anyway, is that right? right? So, yeah, this is just fried dough. It's kind of puffy, as Christopher says. Puffy in the middle, lots of room in the middle. And kind of crunchy on the outside, and mine are getting cold. So, this is the Catholic Foodie signing off from Café du Mont. And uh, I'm going to have my beignets now. Bon appétit. So that was on uh, Sunday. Sunday we went down to New Orleans. And uh, that that is, uh, it was so much fun. It was so much fun. Anyway, uh, this morning, I started this morning very early, about 5 o'clock. And uh, I, not only did I start the morning early, but I started to record early. I wanted to kind of get a... Uh, uh, I don't know, like a picture, an audio picture of the day. So I started to record very early this morning. And let's go ahead and take a listen. Well, it is 5 a.m. on Mardi Gras Day. Uh, it's, it's early. 5 a.m. Mardi Gras Day. And it's Ginger right there. Hey, Ginger. Uh, I'm going to the kitchen right now to, to kind of get busy. Uh, I don't know if y'all remember the commercial from, I think it was like the 80s, maybe the late 80s, early 90s, where the guy gets up real early in the morning, and you see him shuffling around and putting on his coat, and the whole time he's mumbling to himself. He's saying, it's time to make the donuts. It's time to make the donuts. It's time to make the donuts. It was a commercial for Dunkin' Donuts. Well, that's kind of how I feel right now. It's time to make the king cake. It's time to make the king cake. Uh, actually, I stayed up late 
again, last night, I, I'm late every night. I'm a night person. So 5 o'clock in the morning is pretty tough for me. I stayed up late till, uh, not late, late. It was about 11.30, I think, when I went to bed. But I wanted to make another king cake. This is the last one of the season. And I wanted to make it, we have a, uh, we're going to a parade this morning. Uh, the Zulu parade, which I will tell you about uh, later. I'll tell you some more about it later. It, this is the 100th anniversary of Zulu this year. And Zulu is probably one of the most unique parades uh, that, there, that there is. Um, I mean, New Orleans is, is known for its sort of uh, unique uh, types of parades or unique uh, uh, ways of celebrating, uh, like the whole, you know, throwing beads from floats and all that, which in a lot of places is just unheard of that you would throw anything from a float. Well, Zulu throws coconuts, or at least they used to. Now they can't throw coconuts, um, and they're decorated coconuts. Now they have to uh, actually hand them out because of uh, legal issues, and, you know, it's dangerous, I guess, throwing coconuts into a crowd. But uh, there's a lot, there, there are many other things that make Zulu very special, and I'm going to share a little bit of that with you uh, later. Right now I'm not cognizant enough to, uh, <laughs> to remember everything. Um, anyway, I stayed up late making this king cake because after Zulu, we are going to come back to Covington and we're going to a friend's house to uh, have a party. They have a, a, a small parade in Covington today, which I think is this morning as well, later this morning. And then we're going to have, you know, just be together with friends. So we're going to bring the king cake. So last night uh, I made the king cake, and now right now I have to make the uh, the icing that goes on top. Uh, so that's what I am trying to wrap my brain around right now. It's uh, like I said, it's kind of early. But before I make the icing, it's absolutely essential that I make my coffee so I can uh, stay awake. Maybe listening to that and thinking, goodness gracious, he just keeps pouring and pouring and pouring and pouring. But uh, I have a big cup. <laughs> I, uh, I used to drink several cups of coffee every morning, and I, I'm, I'm down to two cups now. But the cups are big. <laughs> so I have a favorite little coffee cup. It's uh, from Disney, and it's one of the dwarves. And it's my favorite morning dwarf. His name is Grumpy. So Grumpy's on the front of my coffee cup. Anyway, I'm going to enjoy my coffee. And then I'll check back, with, check back in with you uh, shortly. Alright, we've, uh, we've got our ice. It's almost ready. I'm putting in the food color right now. It's going to be yellow, green, and purple. And those are the traditional Mardi Gras colors. I know we've talked about that before. But uh, let's see here. See how this works. It's pretty amazing. 
you've ever made icing or cake. It's, I'm constantly amazed at how this stuff transforms itself. Um, Alright, this is a thicker icing that I've made before, but it's working. It's working. Okay, I've got my yellow, green, and purple icing, and it is time to drizzle it over the king cake. And I'm gonna start, I think, with the yellow. I like, I like that pretty yellow color. Color, I like that pretty yellow color best. So this this dressing is a bit thicker than what I have made in the past so drizzling is not drizzling as well but uh, I still think the effect is going to be wonderful the char is still getting ready while I uh, while I do this and she's going to feed the kids and I'm going to get ready so we can get out of here by 6 which we don't have a whole lot of time now but. opinion when she comes out as to how she likes this ice and drizzle like this. Okay, it's time to wake the kids up. This is going to be fun. The dog is probably going to start barking. And uh, I'll do the, the, the traditional waking up of the kids, which they don't always like too much. But we're going to try to do that anyway. They need to get up and get dressed. They're going to be in costumes today. And let's see. Okay, here we go. You want to help, hon? It's parade time, y'all. It's parade time. Christopher? Hey, hey. It's parade time. Hey, Gracie, the first one up. It's parade time. Zulu parade. Yay! Annabelle, it's parade time. You getting up? You getting up, Annabelle? Huh? You want to go to parade? You want to go to parade? Huh? You want to go to parade, Annabelle? You're shaking your head yes. Well, let's go. We gotta get dressed. We gotta get dressed. Come on, Christopher. Pray time, buddy. You wanna go see Zulu? 
Huh? You want to catch some coconuts? You want to catch coconuts? You're not going to say anything? Alright, let's go. Time to get up. Ginger's already awake. We gotta go. the waking up of the kids and uh, I had my coffee and Char had her coffee and we got the kids dressed up and we headed out the door made it down into uh, uptown New Orleans on uh, we, we, we took the Chapatulas exit and made it down there parked on Magazine Street uh, we got there about 8 o'clock in the morning right about the time the parade started and we were a little further down so it took about an hour for the parade to get to us and uh, we, we had such a good time, such a good time. So I have some audio here from the parade, and I'm going to go ahead and let that roll right now. All right, so what's your favorite part about Mardi Gras? <laughs> you like any of it? Oh, yeah, I like, I can't do that. <laughs> you can't do that? <laughs> Not on the spot like Char, that. what's your I'm favorite part of the Mardi Gras? <laughs> Where are we? One of the famous things about Zulu is that they throw coconuts from the floats. And there's about 500 uh, members of the Zulu crew. And each of them have to have a minimum of 300 coconuts. And they make them throughout the year and they decorate them. Uh, they paint them and put decorations on them. Um, some of them are hollowed out. They would uh, drill a hole hollow it out, and then plug the hole back up when they, you know, I guess to preserve the coconut, because if you make it early on in the year, uh, it may go bad before you actually get to Mardi Gras. Uh, and then, you know, others are left just as they come. 
uh, regular coconut. You can hear the milk, the coconut milk, um, splashing around inside, and uh, it really is. It's a it's a very it's a very unique uh, parade. And we had, uh, as I've already said, I know I've said this, and I'm gonna say it ten more times before this episode is over. We had so much fun. Tell you what's carnival for Get your ticket in your hand You wanna go to New Orleans 
Well, I checked it out with my inside sources, and contrary to what the young lady told me at the parade, it appears that they do not make the coconuts out of plastic nowadays. What they do is they hollow them out, as I've already said. They hollow them out, and they paint them and decorate them, uh, and they do that simply to preserve the coconut so that it doesn't go bad before Mardi Gras because they make them throughout the year. So I've already mentioned that. Uh, I just wanted to uh, to mention that again uh, because uh, the young lady at the parade had uh, talked about uh, plastic coconuts. And they do. They feel like they are plastic, but uh, they really are not. They're very lightweight, you know, uh, very light. And uh, because of the paint, they, they paint them. Uh, they they kind of have that uh, texture, I guess, of uh, plastic, uh, yet they are a real coconut. So I have more on coconuts, and let's go back to the Zulu Parade, the 100th anniversary of the crew of Zulu. Is that a, is that a coconut? That's a coconut in there? That's cool. They put them in the bags now? It's awesome. show you the Zulu King. You will see the Zulu King down on St. Claude and Dumas. You know you see the Zulu King down on St. Claude and Dumas. And if you stay right there, I'm sure you'll see the Zulu Queen. Well, that is going to wrap it up for us today on Mardi Gras Day. Uh, thank you so much for being here. Uh, I know that I did talk about coconuts quite a bit. I hope you understand why. Uh, it's just something very unique to uh, the Zulu Parade. And it's the first time in my life that I was able to be at the parade and uh, to have opportunity to, uh, to catch coconuts. And, of course, it wasn't just me. We had there were five of us, you know, the three kids and Char and myself. And out of out of all that, really, it was the kids. They they uh, we we ended up with three coconuts. So uh, it was just a, it was a lot of fun, and uh, we really really uh, had a great time. And I think you know this year was the hundredth year anniversary of uh, of Zulu, but I think that uh, next year we'll probably return to uh, New Orleans for the Zulu parade. Uh, if you have any comments, questions, any kind of feedback, anything you'd like to say uh, to me, you can. Email me at catholicfoodie at gmail.com, or you can leave me a voice message at 985-635-4974. That's 985-635-4974. If you are able to record an MP3 file or a WAV file, uh, I would gladly receive those as well. You can send them to me uh, via email, catholicfoodie at gmail.com. 
Once again, thank you so much for being here. Uh, we have begun Lent. Lent will actually begins tomorrow, Ash Wednesday. And our next episode, episode 11, is going to be about Lent and also about food and fasting during Lent. So until then, bon appetit.